Welcome to the Shift Posters Podcast, hailing from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm your host, Chucky. And today with me, I got our resident race car driver, hailing from Kalamazoo, Michigan, Rowdy. How you doing today, Uh, Rowdy? Pretty good. And we got, hailing from Thunder Valley, one Mr. Brian Glennon. How are you doing today? Oh, man. Uh, This snow is just making me think of all the withdrawals of the off-season and how awful it's going to be. Now that the Snowball Derby's done, we've got nothing until the Chili Bowl, so... And it's about to be a long What's month. That about? What's that, two months? The Chili Bowl? When's the Chili Bowl? I believe it's at the end of the month. And then we got oh, the Rolex 24. But I count the Rolex 24 as the start of all motorsports for the season. Um, so, well... Let's get to talking about the Snowball Derby. Let's get to talking about how everyone was able to watch it. Yeah, for free. We see well, so. some some of us were able to watch it for free. Others were slaving away at Walmart. Well, way to bring your personal problems into this, okay? <laughs> I feel personally attacked. So, I don't know what happened yesterday, but Speed 51 had some sort of technical difficulty. So, I'm sitting there scrolling through Facebook looking for updates, and lo and behold, the live stream is right there. So, I'm like, oh, and they're like, yeah, our website screwed up, so everybody can watch it for free on Facebook. Yeah, they were saying they had some cyber attack or whatnot? Whatever it was, I'm thankful that I got to see the rest, because it was actually pretty good. Yeah, shows you what uh, how good short track racing is. It did. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Ty because um, he had the thing won like four different times, and they couldn't stop wrecking. Oh yeah, he had the car for it. Car to beat yesterday. Um, and around and had some good news today, so we'll get to that in a little while. Um. Yeah, so let's get to what were your thoughts on the Snowball Derby, Rowdy? You know, I think it was a good race, other than the flurry of cautions we had late. But, uh, and then the drama of having the, the winner be DQ'd and have the win given to second place was really added to the drama of the race. So I think overall it was about a 10 out of 10 for me. I like I like the race, the atmosphere that comes around it. and. A really, really big fan of short track racing, so it was a pretty good race for me. Um, hope it goes to show everybody in America what good short track racing is, and I hope that it showed the bosses at NASCAR what good short track racing can do. Because hopefully they'll add a whole bunch more short tracks to the 2021 schedule. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. So. Um, the other controversy, or well, there were a couple controversies, but the other one was um, Tom Majeski calling out the after he got taken out in his wreck. So I kind of missed it. What was he talking about, Rowdy, with the restarts? He was kind of talking about how the uh, the officials were were, I guess, um, in a way, 
playing with the restarts and, and making them slow down, speed up, and whatnot. So I see his I see his point. Uh, I do agree with him that he should that we should go to the uh, NASCAR style restarts so though for sure. I think once that green flag drops, you go. It shouldn't be go, stop, go, stop, go, go, go. Because then we get a pileup that takes out most of the top ten. Like we got yesterday. Saying that I don't enjoy seeing a good wreck, but it was just lame to see the car to beat. Oh, multiple after Tomajeski gets taken out, Mr. Classy Steven Nassi inherited the lead, and he took off from everybody, and he wins the race. And so we think that's the end of it. Lo and behold, Mr. Ricky Brooks and his team went to tearing down the car, and what did they find? Titanium brake, brake hubs, I believe. I don't know. I- Break it cap, break I know it was titanium the brakes in some form or fashion. So yeah, that break automatically, caps, I automatically got him disqualified. Handed the win to Mr. Travis Braden. Who is also a ARCA racing. Uh, he was full-time last year. Um... The Snowball Derby was fun as always. Um, at least this year we didn't have the winner trying to awkwardly kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lane. No, Noah, we, we enjoyed the PUBG stuff, but please don't be creeping up on the girls like that. In any case, so a couple other bits of news have come out this week. Um the NASCAR first. Chuck um, heard around the world yesterday. Pern decided that he was done with NASCAR as a whole and that he has resigned from Joe Gibbs Racing and essentially retired from NASCAR as a whole, stating that he wants to spend more time with his family. So, question awesome. is here, guys. How does Martin Truex do this year? Mm. Just a prediction, Give guys. What do y'all got for Truex? What do you got, Brian? Mm. Given his record prior to Cole Perns coming onto the scene, with only two wins in eight prior seasons, it's going to be a struggle for him to find his footing with whomever they may give him as crew chief. If he's lucky, he'll get stay on form, may get a few wins next year. If not, he's probably going to go into the one win and under club again. Rowdy, what realistic predictions for Truex next year? What you got, Rowdy? You know, I think if he if he shows up and, and is as good of a driver as he is all cracked up to be, I think he will he'll get a few wins next year and he'll uh, I think he'll be in the championship four again. I think the time of him winning seven races a year being the norm, I think that's over. Um, I do think a lot of that came from Cole Pern. Um, Pern is a genius. The Cole, the, the so, Cole um, thing, it's more like 
it's kind of like the Jimmy Johnson Chad Canals relationship of the crew chief made the driver better than what he actually shows that he can be on track. At the yeah, same I... time, Jimmy's still a really good driver. It's not that's not taking away anything from Jimmy. Um, because this is a guy that not he he's a champion in our sport, but before he got with Cole, he was kind of mid pack, you know, tenth to fifteenth week in and week out. He'd sneak he'd snuck a couple wins in there. But once he got with Cole, he took off. Um, I think I think he'll win a couple races next year. Um, simply because he's in a Joe Gibbs car, and they won more races as a team this year than any other team in the history of NASCAR for a single season. I think, yeah, he'll get a couple wins, but it won't be seven. I realistically don't, don't think he goes back to the championship four this year. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to just see. It's, NASCAR, you never know. Um, exactly. One thing about NASCAR, you know, expectations, and we've had a lot of times so where the expectations and what we thought was the normal, which has flipped on its head. So who even knows? I mean, hell, look at Joey Logano. We wrote off Joey Logano a couple years ago. Um, we thought he was going he was washed when he got out of Gibbs, and then. It turned out to be the greatest thing for his career. Exactly. Um, NASCAR, you never know. You got to wait and see. Another um, bit of NASCAR news. Speaking of Joey Logano, is that a oh man? Oh man, we got to see the second test for the 2021 car. The next and gen. Do I think it looks badass? Um. I, I th- it's it's kind of weird because it's a generic car. Like, it's not one of the three OEMs. But at the same time, it looks more realistic of a car than the other ones do. Um, like, you're the in my they car. They're not glued to the ground. And that's, that's the really big thing that I'm really hyped about is the amount of space that they have between the track Gigantic splitter that they have on the current car. It's just a little tiny splitter. So, um, what are your thoughts on the initial reaction for the 2021 car, Rowdy? You know, firstly, I thought it looked like a uh, a Pinty's car mixed with a uh, a cup car, which obviously Pinty has had a lot of uh, the Pinty series have had a lot of uh, success with their their class and whatnot. So I think, you know, like you said, um, with the splitter being off the ground a lot more, I think it'll put more to the driver's hands and we'll see a lot more of a, uh, a driver's car in 2021. I'm putting it in the driver's hands. Joey Logano said the one thing that we didn't get to see was that um, they're much bigger tires, much wider. And he says that gives that gave him more control. So I think I think that's the big thing that NASCAR is trying to accomplish here. Um, is you know putting it in their hands, letting them be able to race, let these guys race. Don't let the aerodynamics decide who's going to win the race. Let the drivers decide. What are your thoughts on this, Brian? I feel like that this is going to be a very good step in the right direction. The car. Looks good. 
the car looks like NASCAR has finally taken what fans want in a racing car and is applying what they applying what they have to it. You know, we have now a rear diffuser. We have we've shot, we've seen small and large spoilers on it in those two days of testing. We've seen the splitter now pointing upwards at the end plates and with the little notch in the in the front that is going to make it so that the aerodynamics do not play as much of a big part of it, which will allow for closer racing and perhaps for more Indianapolis-type scenarios where smaller teams can find themselves contending, but on a much more frequent basis. Which is all what we want in NASCAR, honestly. They're really... They're really taking a step in the right direction here, I think. Um, and I think that also has to do with who they put in the top after they finally got rid of Brian France. Um, the best person that they could put in charge was Jim France, because look at what he's done with IMSA, which IMSA, the past couple of years, has arguably had some of the greatest racing in the entire world for the past couple of years. Um, so I think if there was a man to fix NASCAR, it'd be him. And I think this is just showing that he was the right man for the job. And hopefully he sticks around to keep this train rolling. So, um, thoughts on the 2021 car, guys? I think it's going to be great for the uh, the whole series. That's the thing that I wish is the next test we see it for. I want to see maybe two, three cars out there. Say a Kyle Busch or a Martin Truex, a Chase Elliott or a Kurt Busch, and say a Brad Keselowski or a Ryan Blaney. Two, three guys out there. Let them, let them see how the cars interact when they're around each other. Because we're seeing it with just one car. It looks great. That's not going to be able to determine how great they race together. So we got to get a couple more cars out there to be able to see it. So far, we still got over a year till this car debuts. So I think it's, I think they're definitely coming along good with it. Um, that was all for the NASCAR world and um, the IndyCar world. Um, Ed Carpenter Racing shored up his lineup. Um, he announced that. This year, sharing 20 car with him is going to be Connor Daly, um, which is a, I think is a great addition. And Connor will be bringing the U.S. Air Force sponsorship with him. And so we'll get to see that awesome Shark Teeth car again this year. Um, y'all's thoughts on um, Connor going to ECR? Honestly, I think... That is the best opportunity that Connor's had his career as of yet, given, and will he'll be able to definitely show what he can do. Because if we remember correctly, going back to his rookie year in 2016, if you exclude Indianapolis and Sonoma, he would have outpointed Alexander Rossi, who, of course, we know now is one of the best drivers in the series, and one of the most talented and contends for race wins week in and week out and is 
a championship contender every year. So this might be a step in seeing what Connor Daly is made of. Any thoughts on this, Rowdy? Uh, you know, I don't know too much about IndyCar, so I can't really speak on it. What we're going to do this year. I'm going to make time to watch more dirt track and more short track racing, and you're going to make more time to watch IndyCar racing. How's that sound? Sounds good to me, man. Here's my opinion, but I think IndyCar is the best racing series in America. Because on a given day, with any given setup, anybody can win in IndyCar. Maybe Zach Beach. But um, yes, I guess this is it till the Chili Bowl and the Rolex 24. We could talk about Ty Majeski playing in the ride with uh, Nice Motorsports. Yeah, I did forget about that. I did forget to mention his good news. So naturally, he had the heartbreak of losing out on the Snowball Derby. But then he turned it around today and was announced as the replacement for Ross Chastain in the 45 truck. Um, Ty's improved leaps and bounds this year. And I think he'll definitely contend for some wins and possibly be a championship contender next year because that truck went to the championship for this year. So who's to say that Ty can't do it again next year? Right. Yeah, I agree. Real, realistic predictions for Ty in that 45 truck. You know, honestly, I think he'll get a one or two under his belt this year and uh, – Hopefully he gets another season to, to really show that he's a championship contender. You there? I think, honestly, with Ty, he's going to have some teething problems early in the year because he's only had a handful of truck series starts. He's been better than quite a few of the other drivers that need some motorsport, but... He might get a win or two late in the year, but for the summer stretch and in heading into the playoffs, he might be hanging around that bubble. It all depends on how good Alneys wants to keep his equipment, because Ross definitely, you know, drove well above and beyond what those cars and trucks should and usually would be capable of. Yeah, I think growing pains um, come with any new team. I think the only exception to that rule was Kevin Harvick, where he turned around, went to a new team, and won a championship the first year. Um, I think growing pains and going with a new team is just natural for anyone. Um, but um, yeah, so it should be a very interesting season. Um, um, guys, any closing thoughts before we close this out for the year? Well, I'm just remembering through some of the uh, news I've been reading. I don't know have, if you guys have seen, but they are getting very close to finishing up the banking in the final corner at the Zandvoort circuit, which will be the 
home for the Dutch Grand Prix. What do you guys think of that there? It's speculating that it's going to be 18 degrees for that corner. And at the top, it's going to have a NASCAR-style safer barrier system installed, but not much runoff at the bottom or much of an apron at all. I think it's going to be interesting to see, for sure. I just hope Pirelli has the right stuff on there, because we all know last time Formula One had experience with a banked curve at Indianapolis, where it did not go so well back in 2005, and Indianapolis is quite literally half the banking of what Zanvoort is putting in their final corner. But we also don't have the same tires, the same tire manufacturers. Um, that is true. We do not have the tire war. As much shit as everybody wants to give Pirelli, I still think they are far better than what we used to have in Formula One as far as tires go. And also in the news, now that you mentioned Pirelli, the teams have unanimously agreed to reject Pirelli's 2020 tire offerings and are just going to switch and keep the 2019 tires. I've had to eat my words had they decided that um, whatever the hell they offered for 2020. Um, Very rarely do drivers ever agree on something. But every single one of the Formula One drivers agreed that the tires that Pirelli brought for next year absolutely sucked. From what I've heard regarding them, they just did not have the proper amount of grip. And quite a few cars were suffering from a lot more understeer than what they had in race conditions. And if you're going to a track that has bank corners, you can't have that. Oh, no, we cannot have tight race cars, especially going through that 18 degrees in an F1 car. That's going to be definitely a flat-out corner going well in excess of 170. You can't have a car slide up to the wall like that. Exactly. Um... Anything else from our resident scientist? Hmm. What am I call you? Our resident scientist. I think that's all I have in for today. Back after the holidays with our predictions for next year, the full series premiere. Um, predictions for. All of the series. Um, I'll be taking IndyCar and IMSA. Rowdy will be taking dirt track slash short, short track racing and NASCAR. And Brian will be taking Formula One. And what do you want to do? MotoGP, Brian? Yeah, I'll stick to the. I'll pretty much be on the European theater and on the technical regulations. Alrighty. So, have fun watching Mark Marquez win every damn race again this year. I don't know. Maybe his brother will take a couple wins away from him. Either way, Honda's winning the title again this year there, or next year. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Marquez is an alien. And now that we have two Marquezes. Quote Master Yoda, there is another face. Um, stay tuned. Guys, we'll be back after the holidays. Um, everyone out there have a happy holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, Festivus. Celebrate, have a happy holiday season. Um, Y'all stay safe out there. Um, And we'll be back at the beginning of the year with our predictions for all the series. So, say goodbye. Or, well, first. Or, well, first, before we go, almost forgot. um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Do we have a Twitter yet? We do. Twitter. Oh man, make me create a Twitter. Old people and Twitter don't mix. Um, so what's our what's our Twitter handle? I think it's just. Uh, hold on, let me check it out here. Well, he's checking that out. Um. Shift posters. Is that on Facebook? Do I know? Shift posters. Shift posters. At shift posters on Twitter. You can check us out on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Um, Slash the shift posters podcast. You can also check out our YouTube channel. Shift posters podcast. And check out our Discord server. Where we serve hot, fresh memes. That's because Rowdy and Brian love their memes. Oh, yeah. Can't beat them. Mm-mm. Spicy memes. But all right, we'll see you guys. All right. Have a happy holiday season, and we'll see y'all next year.